Unfiltered by Jade. Jade. Welcome to the Unfiltered by Jade, where we get out of the box and dive into topics that are sidelined. I look forward to entertain, educate, and inspire. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, donate, and make everybody know about it. Beats by RB Records. Shopping assistance, your style, your budget. Our services include online and local shopping for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, and helping you find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876-919-5195 or shoppingassistance2015 at gmail.com. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. Welcome back to the Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have with us here Cindy Cosley. And I'm excited for this topic that we're going to speak about. We're going to talk about a new way of getting rid of allergies. And so many of us suffer with allergies. And she's the right person for this because she's going to help us to, you know, get rid of the underlying issues that we're dealing with, not just the surface issues. Um, and I want to introduce her. So hi, Cindy. Hi. Thank you for having me on. This is such a pleasure to be on your show. Yes, and it's such a pleasure to have you. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you. Yes, absolutely. I am an allergy and mast cell wellness coach. And um, I, you know, actually happened into this career because of my own personal journey around healing my allergies. Uh, just a quick little background at age 15, I suddenly became allergic to everything, um, almost all uh, chemicals all plant or all animal life, most plant life and many foods. And it came on very suddenly. And I spent 34 years just, you know, seeking answers and, you know, taking one medication after another to try to calm the symptoms. And, uh, at about age 48, my body just had had enough. My family and I went to the lake water skiing and it was a lake I had never been at. And I, within about four hours of being in the lake, I became um, severely, I broke out in severe rashes, which is how many of my allergies had manifested. And I um, ended up in the hospital and my body never fully recovered after that. And I just kept having one allergic reaction after another, after another, after another. And I had, you know, over the years I had many allergic reactions, but my body always had time to recover in between. And at, th at this point in my life, I literally couldn't leave the house. My husband was bringing everything in. I became the girl in the bubble. And, and then my body just started shutting down my liver and kidneys and it just had had enough. And so I decided I had to look at things differently. I had to choose a different route and not do the same things that I'd been doing for, you know, the past 34 years previous to that. And so I started down a healing journey that just really opened my eyes to 
what allergic reactions mean to what our bodies are trying to tell us to, you know, how we can manage them and heal them completely. And after um, about seven years, I, it took about seven years to fully get to the point that I am almost 100% asymptomatic. And in that time period, I learned that allergies come in three forms. They are either physical, emotional, or energetic. And for me, the majority of my allergies were all emotional and still are. So sometimes I still have reactions, but it's a mostly, it's about 90% of emotional reaction, not a physical reaction. So it manifests as phys- in the physical form as an allergy, but it's the underlying cause of it is an emotion. And what I had found out is that the reason it, this all came on at age 15 was because I had had three very, very serious um, traumas, sexual traumas, one at age six, one at age 14, and one at age 15. And then at age 15, my body said, enough, I'm done. I'm going to protect you from the world by keeping you away from the world. So that's um, what ended up being the underlying cause of all of my allergies. And once I healed all the traumas and then I started to retrain my brain around being safe in this world, I was able to completely change the dynamic of how I live and, and, and what I suffer from, which is, you know, very little allergic reactions. Again, most of it being just emotional now. Emotional. Yeah. All right. So, so, so speaking from the traumas that you had um, experienced in your childhood. Yes. What is, what was the magnitude of it on your life at that time? Because it, it manifested at, at 15. Yes. What was the magnitude of it at that time in your life? So I'll, I'll just explain a little bit about the traumas first. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So at age six, it turns out that I had been molested by a neighbor. A, a man, a male. Um, and I did not know that until about three years into my healing process. And I can talk about that in a minute, how that showed up in my life. Um, but I had completely suppressed it. I had absolutely no idea until a few years ago that that even happened to me. Um, then at age 14, I was group molested. So I had gone to stay with a family friend for the summer. And um, uh, there teenage son. I was 14. He was 15. Uh, He and his friends had given me alcohol first time I had drank and it was ever clear. So if you know anything about alcohol, that Mm -hmm. is not the alcohol for a 14 year old. Nope. And I passed out and woke up naked in a forest um, with four or five boys on top of me. And, um, I, the gentleman that was, that I trusted and and that I knew was there and he helped me get up and get dressed. And I never said one word about that trauma to anybody for over 34 years because I knew he would go to jail and I knew it would break up our families because our families were like best friends, very, very close. And so I protected everybody but me. Mm. And, uh, it was, in my healing journey that I was told that that incident was one of the big triggers for my mast cell disorder. Mm-hmm. And then at age 15, I was raped and my mother did find out about that. And she, uh, my, she put me in therapy and I did about two and a half years of therapy over that. And in all those two and a half years, I never once mentioned the other thing that happened to me. Wow. So 
here I had, you know, cleared some of the trauma from age 15, but at 15, I also started my menstrual cycle. And then right after that, all the allergies were triggered. So we just kind of throughout the years made it a, a kind of an assumption that it was my hormones that triggered the allergies. And never once did I consider it being the traumas. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking everything in. It's a lot. It's a lot. <sighs> what happens is for most people, when they go through something like that, they will end up masking it with drugs or alcohol, right? Depression, anxiety. I lived my life very joyful, very grateful. I used to tell my girls, I had some really big traumas. You don't want that to happen to you, but I never talked about what they were. I talked about it as if it was something that happened and I came out of unscathed, right? Like I, I was lucky that nothing bad happened to me because of these traumas. And so then years later, I find out that all those years of allergic reactions were actually my body screaming at me to heal. It was my body trying to tell me, you know, heal me. So what happened is I became allergic to anything that was in my surroundings. So anything that I could see, hear, smell, and everything in my digestive system at the time of my traumas. Okay. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I, listen, um, I don't even know. I don't know where to start. <laughs> I don't know where to start with this. Um, because you're talking and I'm trying to figure out, I have had similar traumatic experiences. Um, okay. and, and then at a certain age, I started breaking out, but it was eczema. Okay, yeah. Um, and every time I'm stressed, it seems to come out that particular way. Yes, and that's exactly what happened to me. So most of my allergies, allergic reactions, were in the form of rashes and eczema. Yes. So oh for goodness. years, my doctor said, oh, you just have asthma, you just have allergies. And then it eventually evolved into a mast cell disorder. And just to help you know your listeners understand, because a lot of people don't understand the term mast cell, we all have mast cells in our body. So mast cells are under our skin, they're doing what they're supposed to do. So if you get a bug bite, let's say, or let's say you get stung by a bee and it swells up and that is your mast cells doing what it's supposed to do, swelling it up, keeping it isolated from spreading throughout the body. But people with a mast cell disorder, there's two different, there's several different kinds, but the mastocytosis means people have too many mast cells in their body. So that is a very physiological disorder. Mast cell activation syndrome is what I was diagnosed with, and it's where you have enough, you have the right amount of mast cells, but they're I call them unruly, right? They're not disciplined, <laughs> so they're right. not they're not acting like they should. They're constantly being flared up, constantly being activated by those emotional triggers from your traumas. So many people that have think they have just allergies actually have a mast cell disorder. It's just so, it's pretty new even in the um, Western, you know, uh, medicine world. Uh, it, there's not a lot known about it and there's not very many specialists. Uh, you really have to seek a specialist out. Um, and I did. And what I found is, you know, they wanted to put me on a whole bunch of medications and I just, with the core of my body, when this happened to me, knew I could not do that, that that was not the right solution for me. And that's when all the trauma 
conversations started coming up and I knew that I had to heal those traumas mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that I can then heal the allergic reactions. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> so um, let, let's go back to your childhood and the magnitude that um, all of these allergies started happening because I mean, as a child, you probably want to go and play, etc. You can't do that knowing that you're allergic to the world. Yeah. How did that really affect you? Uh, it was very, very hard. Of course, at 15 years old, you're suddenly, you know, everywhere you go, you're being triggered. Um, I was ditching school a lot, but it wasn't because I wanted to go play and party. It was because I didn't want people to see me with all the rashes all over my body. Uh, so it really affected me mentally uh -huh. and emotionally. But again, I... I had this attitude of other people have it so much worse than me. And I'm not sure where that attitude stems from. My mom and I have talked about it, but I just always felt like I can deal with this. People have it so much worse. And that's why I say that I really, once I got through those hard teenagers, those were hard. You know, those, those years were the hardest, of course, with it, because I didn't understand. I didn't even know me. I didn't even like me, not alone, have to deal with right. all these allergies, right? Um, so I made poor decisions with, you know, boys. I, I drank a lot. I partied. I tried to mask up, you know, all of these reactions that I was having and, and the pain that I was feeling from it. But once I got into my 20s, my dad actually had us do this program called LifeSpring at the time. It's um, MITT now. But and it, and it really helped us step into our power and, and love who love ourselves for who we are. And so I feel like that really set me into a good place in terms of just accepting that I just have these allergies. This is what, it, this is what it is. I kind of won the allergy lottery. Right. Uh -huh. And I, you know, I ended up having a baby at 24. My dad died at 24. So I just had a lot of things happen that kept me focused on other things other than the allergies. And I, I learned to live within the realms of my allergies. So for instance, when my husband and I, you know, we had three kids between us. And when I would go down, meaning Cindy had allergic reaction, she's in bed, the whole family just stepped in and suddenly we had meals and kids taken places they needed to go and they got to school and everybody around me learned to just kind of work around my allergies as well, right? And support me in it. And so it never it, this wasn't a bad thing by any means. It helped me thrive during those times. But I look back now and realize it actually also never, I never stopped to think, why is all this happening in the first place? Mm. Right? I just learned to live with it and accept it rather than understand it and learn and, learn and see if there's a way to, that I don't actually have to suffer like this. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how is it that you just went through life managing it. Um, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm not. I'm not sure. It's not something easy to do, especially you're not looking in the mirror every day and seeing. Yeah. Just, from my perspective, looking in the mirror every day and seeing yeah. eczema all over my skin, I hated it. I know. Hated it, and I, I just said, I'm not sure how you just went about. You know, yeah. I think. And as I said, you don't know where you got that, you know, other people have it worse than yourself. And that's the mentality that you had. And I'm just trying to figure out how. I don't know. I honestly, I, I look back and my family even, they're like, you, 
they've told me forever, you are the strongest person I will ever know. And I don't see myself that way. I do now. Now that I've gone through this and I've healed it all, I am a warrior. And I see that. But back then, I was just like, this is my life. I got to live this way. Like, I got to deal with this. And I just dealt with it. And I felt really joyful that I had all these, I had a good job. I had a degree. I was helping other people. So, you know, I've been helping people. My degree is in dietetics. So I've been helping people, you know, heal and make better lifestyle choices for years and years and years. So I just, I don't know. I just had an attitude of gratitude for so many years. And I think that's what got me through. But I think it also hindered me because it didn't, it, I, I never sat down to say, I don't want to do this anymore. Why do I, why do I have to suffer? What's the reason that I'm suffering? Right. I just went through it and dealt with it. And it wasn't until my body said enough. And I knew, I knew that I was at a very critical point in my life that I could die. I felt it with the core of my soul. As a matter of fact, I told my husband, I said, my soul wants to dance and it's going to do it here on earth or in heaven. It is tired of being in this uncomfortable body. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He was like, what does that even mean? But I just could feel that from deep within my soul, my, my core, that I had to do something totally different. And so, you know, that's when things changed for me. But up till that point, I just dealt with it. And if you talk to any of my friends and family, like everybody jumped in. If we went to someone's house, the work they did, the amount of work they did to clean their house, to make sure their dogs were locked up, to make sure they had the food that I could eat. Like, it's just amazing how blessed I was with a core group of family and friends that just supported me all those years and allowed me to, to live a fairly thriving life, as thriving as you can get with all the suffering I did. Um, you know, while I was going through it all. But now, you know, my conversation with them is different. It's I'm healed and I don't want anybody to, I appreciate everything that you're doing, but now I want you to see me as the, the whole person I am as opposed to the person with all the allergies. Mm, okay. So now we know that trauma causes allergies or allergic reactions um, because it can either come, as I said, physical, emotional, and energetic you also you also spoke about the turning point in which you, you knew that you needed to get help what are some of the ways the natural and holistic ways for us to heal ourselves from these allergies so what i strongly believe in is that in order to heal it's not just from allergies i just happen to work with people with allergies right but okay. when you're looking at trauma when you're looking at something that's physically that's manifesting physically in your body whether it's a rare disorder an autoimmune disorder you know you hear all the time of people saying i have this rare autoimmune disorder we have no idea where it came from or how it started you know i really believe we've got to look at what is going on in our lives that could have triggered it and so for me i spent you know seven years healing and i know with the core of my being that I am healed because I focused on the physical, the emotional, and energetic, energetic uh -huh. and the spiritual, as well as the mental. And if I hadn't actually worked on all five of those, I would not be healed to this day uh. because I had to be willing to be open-minded to a whole new you know, area of healing, which was the spiritual and the energetic and 
I also had to focus on that emotional and the mental because of the traumas. I had already been doing all the physical. That wasn't enough, but I couldn't take that out, right? In the beginning, I didn't just jump off all of my medications. I still had to see my doctors. I had to get my blood test done. I had to make sure everything I was doing was assisting me and, and working for my better, you know, for my good and not making things worse. And so what I did is, you know, to kind of backtrack and answer your question is I focused on healing all of those areas of life by hiring, you know, working with a spiritual therapist, working with tra uh, releasing my trauma. So I had a regular uh, therapist as well as doing a process called NAET, which has completely changed my life. Uh, NAET is, it's just amazing how it desensitized my body to the traumas, to the reactions to the trauma, as well as to the physical um, reactions that I was having. And I still am in NAET, so I'm still finishing that. I should be finished this year with it. Okay. Um, and then I, you know, worked on learning. So, you know, when I said earlier that allergic reactions are physical, emotional, and energetic, I learned to listen to my body. We so often ignore the messages our bodies are trying to give us, mm -hmm. right? And so if we can pause for just a moment and ask our bodies, what are you trying to tell me? What do you want me to know? Our bodies will give us the answer. And I can give you a really great example of that, something that happened recently. Mm -hmm. I was talking to my daughter and she has a beautiful, she has twin four-year-olds. Well, they're five now, twin five-year-olds. And she was having a mommy-daughter date with her five-year-old daughter. And so we were FaceTiming. And during the time that we were talking, I started getting a rash in my legs, so in my thighs, and they were burning like crazy. So in the past, years ago, I would have said, oh, no, what did I eat? Or what did I, you know, what perfume or, you know, what happened? What was in the clothing that's creating this rash? And I would have taken a Benadryl. But this time I sat down in meditation and I said, all right, body, what do you want me to know? Because it was obvious that it was being triggered by my conversation with my daughter. Right. So I sat down and I asked my body, what do you want me to know? And suddenly I saw her being born and I, I literally relived the experience of her birth when they brought her out and they put her on top of me. I had her with a midwife and they put her on my shoulder, my chest and I just got to relive this beautiful moment. And then all of a sudden I saw all the people that were in the room because I had had my mother, my grandmother, my sister, her husband, my niece, who was one years old, um, my best friend. So I had all these people in the room and I suddenly got this feeling of how that kind of took away from the intimacy of mm. my time with my daughter. And then I saw myself as a single mother and all the time, and how much I worked and how my sister had her a lot. So my sister watched her for me while I worked. I worked two jobs as a single mom to raise her. And so I saw all the lack of time that I had with her. And then I got married and, ha and he had two kids. And I saw all the time and effort. One of them was had a lot of challenges and really needed a lot of support. And so I saw all the feelings that I had about that taking away from my time with my daughter. Mm. So my daughter's allergic, re I mean, my daughter's time and, and mother-daughter moment triggered in me all these feelings of times that I did, wasn't there for my daughter. Okay. And then, okay. and when she had her twins, I was very ill and I was going through this healing process and could not go to Washington to support her. 
So I went e a few years of not being able to see them at all, hardly, unless they came here, which was very difficult. They're young. They have, you know, three young kids. Uh -huh. And so I felt like I haven't been able to support her over the last few years as well. And so my body was trying to help me process those emotions and feel that pain and feel that loss, right? And so I went through this whole process and I cried and then I journaled about it all. And then I could feel that I needed to go back into medita meditation. So I went back in and I suddenly was shown all the time I did have with her. And I had all these memories unlocked of the time that we had together and the special moments that the two of us had together. It was really, really cool. Yes. So then I come out of meditation and of course the rashes are completely gone. The pain, the, the burning is gone. All of it is done because I allowed myself to feel and to process what my body was trying to tell me through that, those rashes on, on the inner sides of my thighs. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Isn't that amazing? It, it, yes, it makes sense. Um, it really does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so when we, when, we, when we dive into those feelings and let ourselves feel those feelings, it's, it's so rewarding to us, but it's, it feels hard. You know, it feels hard. And, and, and that's one of the questions because it's like healing or underlying issues. Is it a quick fix or not? And it doesn't seem like it's a quick fix because it took a long time for you to get to where you're at now so you could know how to fix it. Yeah. Um, by stopping and meditating and dealing with the issue that came up. Yes. Um, there's a lot of times for us that we have issues that come up and we, we don't want to go there. Yeah. Because of the emotions that it will bring with it. Yep. Um, so when we continue to bury it again, the issues don't, the, the problems don't go away, the issues don't go away. No. But once it is that we deal with it, we go through the process. So what you did was to go through the process of it. Yep. To get healing. Many times we don't. So is it, it's, it's not necessarily a quick fix. It is definitely not a quick fix. And we as humans are, I don't know. We, we want that quick fix, you know, we, yeah, for all those years, I would get, you know, break out in these crazy rashes or, you know, the eczema and I would take a pill to try to stop it. Right. To get rid of it. And, and that I'm not going, I'm not against that because it served me all those years, but when it came time to actually choosing not to have that, not to deal with these allergies, I, had to, none of that was going to work anymore. There was no one magic pill that was going to get me through the process. I had right. to go through it and I chose to go through it. And right. now, you know, somebody asked me the other day, this was a question that a, a woman asked me because I was dealing with something that I was processing. And she goes, gosh, it just seems so hard. I said, yeah, it's hard for today, but all of this created 34 years of suffering. Yes. So if I can spend one day clearing it and letting it go and feeling it and thanking it, thanking those emotions and thanking that process, and then I don't have to think about it ever again or suffer from it ever again. Yeah, and it's, worth it. mm -hmm. it's totally worth it. So we see hard as bad, right? And yeah. my message is that hard is not, does not have to be bad. It, 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 it it's just allowing ourselves to feel. I learned not to feel. So basically what happened is 
I could feel anything, any emotion that had to do with someone else. So I was a crier. Like if someone else was suffering, I could cry. I would, you know, commercials, I would cry over, right? But when it came to my own suffering, I never cried. I sucked it up and said, you things, other people have it worse than you, right? Like I never allowed myself to feel. And it's because in those traumas that I had, I learned not to feel. I learned to shove all my feelings in my body, which is why my body screamed at me through these allergic reactions. And so learning to feel my own feelings and emotions is definitely a, still a process. It's still something I'm learning to do. I'll give you an example. We got, uh, we bought a new little Fiat car, all electric for my husband a couple weeks ago, and we got ripped off. And it's a long story, but when I got the proof in the mail that we got ripped off, I was just very angry. But I didn't know how to feel that anger. So all of a sudden, I start scratching all over my body. And Derek's like, what's the matter? What's going on? My husband is Derek. Right. And I said, I don't know. I, I must be having some sort of allergic reaction. And then I, I'm like, wait a minute, Cindy, you know this. This is not true. This is not an allergic reaction. And so I went downstairs and I said, what are you feeling? And suddenly I could feel the anger. And I realized I was really mad about being ripped off. Right. And once I processed that, so I started, I pretended I had a punching bag in front of me and I started punching and punching and punching and punching. And I said, I'm pissed off at you. And I got those feelings out and all the itching stopped and all the redness that was in my skin went away. And I realized, wow, I don't know how to feel anger. I didn't even recognize what anger was until I stopped and mm. paused to allow myself to feel it because mm. I had shoved it in and not felt it all those years. Can, can traumatic events or incidents affect us from the womb? Yes. So one of the things that we recently cleared, so I told you that I do this NAET process every week still. So NAET is a desensitization process. So it desensitizes, it, it rebalances our body and our mind's reaction to things. Because when we have an allergic reaction, it's basically our body and our mind not working functionally, not, not, not giving the right message. Right. So it basically retrains the body's message around these things. And one of the things that we've been working on more recently is my feelings around sexual activity. I have a very beautiful sex life with my husband. And at the same time, I have some baggage from all of that trauma. Right? right. So we've been working on that. And something that came up was that we had to desensitize to was an emotion around um, frustration. And I thought, frustration, that's weird. I don't ever feel frustrated. And then the doctor says, oh, this is not you. This is your mother's. This is from your womb. So this is when you were in your mom's womb. She was feeling frustrated with around sexual activity with my dad. Okay. And I care that carried into my body and then showed up as allergic reaction because that's how my body processes things. Right. Right. We're all different how we process our emotions. And for me, it's all in the form of what looks like an allergic reaction. So we have cleared many different DNA um, reactions. And that was one of them. Um, we have cleared all the reactions because my dad had some asthma and allergies. So we have cleared um, the DNA responses in my body to his allergies and his asthma. 
Um, there's so much that we've cleared and that we continue to clear as we do these NAET process. I should be done with NAET by the end of this year. Well, that's good. Um, what does support look like um, from family and friends? So I am, I am very blessed and I am the first to say that it's very, very important that you have the right support system. You know, my husband and I just celebrated 20, our 20 year anniversary yesterday. And I, thank you. Thank you so much. And I know I would not be where I'm at in my healing journey without his love and support. One, because I always tell him he lets me be me. I'm weird, right? I do some weird stuff with my healing. and He doesn't (laughs) understand it. He never has understood it. And, you know, he's one of those would be more like, okay, I'm going to go and do a typical, you know, treatment. Although he does, he did see how they just, you know, all these medications were to suppress my emotions. And instead I've been letting it out, but, you know, I'll tell him I got, I'm processing something. I got to go upstairs and cry, you know, and then he'll laugh at me and I go upstairs and I process it and I cry and I get it out. And that's hard for him to watch. Right. But he allows me to do it and he gives me that love and support and that space to be me and to heal and to choose to do it the way I want to do it. And then my family, oh my goodness, I, you know, I just was blessed to be born into an amazing family that just completely has supported me all these years. And we are redefining what that support looks like now. Because again, I don't want them to cater to me anymore. I want to know, I want them to realize and know and trust that I'm safe in this world as much as I now trust that I'm safe in this world. And that's something that we're all learning together because it's been a pattern of something different for so many years. So when you, when I speak to my clients and stuff, I let them know that it's super important that you find somebody that you have some people in your life that are really supportive of your journey because we can't go through this alone. We can't, it's too much. It's too painful and it's hard. And there are so many days that I just was like, I don't know if I can keep going on with this. I don't know how I can do this. And then I would just reach out to my sister or my brother or my mother and Suddenly, I was just like feeling motivated and lifted up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we all need that and deserve that. Oh, that's a lot. I mean, learning from you, that means it's in poor sense also um, in terms of kids, people who are pregnant, the emotions that we carry, we have to be careful because it does transfer to the child. Yeah. It may not It may not manifest itself as an allergic reaction, but um, there is some kind of connection to it. Um. And even this even teaches that whatever traumatic experiences that we are having um, from childhood, it's imperative to deal with it because yeah. some, many of us can be suffering from different things and or different allergies. And we don't even know what it is. And we're taking all sorts of things and it's just not working. Right. Yeah. Um, and it would just leave us in a bubble so we can't do anything. Can you imagine if get it and decide to take it into your own hands and figure out what needs to be done. You're continuing either still living in a bubble or something, you know, it's not healthy. Yeah. And I, I think it's important for people to realize that it's safe to choose to heal because your body will only heal what you can handle a little at a time. Yeah. You know, we're like, when I say seven years, that scares people, but I lived my life over those seven years. Right? Like, it's not like I haven't lived. It's just that I've healed it. And those seven years were going to pass whether I chose to go through and do this work or not. Or not. Whether I chose to heal or not, now I'm healed 
And yeah, it took me seven years, but I could be just in the same place or worse if I hadn't chose to heal. Right. Right. So we, you know, everything unfolds as we can handle it. But I went through it and it wasn't easy. And I don't want to make promises to people that things like that are easy, but I'm through it. And now I don't, it doesn't bother me. And now I'm rash free, right? That's true. Yes. <laughs> so it's worth it, even though it's hard. I'm happy you got all of that deals with. Here's the thing I want your listeners to understand and to, for everybody to understand is we, every single person on this earth goes through trauma. It's part of our process here on earth. And when we choose to heal, we get to step into everything that we're meant to be in this world. We get to take our power back. Those men no longer have control over me. Right. Right. My life is no longer controlled by my allergic reactions, which were caused by these men. Right. Right. I am in control of my life. My allergies no longer control me. Are they still here? Yes. Do I still have reactions sometimes? Yes, because I still that we live in an emotional world. Right. And I'm still training my body how to feel those emotions as opposed to react to those emotions. Right. And that's a pattern that's going to take some time. But as far as the eczema, the rashes, they're gone, completely gone. What I get now is more plugged. Um, and when I can tell when I there's an emotion I need to process. I'm a little bit plugged mm -hmm. today. So I woke up this morning going, okay, what is it that I, you know, am I going to process? Is there anything today? And sometimes it's just a walk on the harbor to release that energy out of my body. Right. Um, and that, and that clears it. And that's all I need. It just depends. But the most important factor to know is that we all have our stuff. And when we choose us and we choose to heal, we choose to love ourselves beyond any possible pain that other people have given us, we do ourselves a great, like we, we give ourselves a great gift. Yes. You know, and my life, like I have healed every aspect of my life. I have healed my relationship. I remember at one point telling my husband, I'm growing and we're going to grow together. Or we're going to grow apart. And that was one of the hardest conversations I've ever had to have with him because I love this man beyond anything else. But I was not going to ever let any like things stop me from being me anymore. Right. And right. I had to get to a place that I could actually walk away from my marriage if I had mm -hmm. to. Right. And I knew I had a man that would jump in and he's like, let's go. We're going for the ride together, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was lucky in that. But no matter what, even if he had said, I can't do this, I would have continued to do it because that right. commitment that I made to myself. And it has completely paid off. Yeah. And it is such a gift and that we all deserve to give ourselves. Yes. I agree with you on that. Um, it's, a, it's a big gift. I mean, it, it takes dedication and time, but it's something that will pay off in the end. Yes. So we need to give ourselves it that. It does. We, we get swept up in the busyness of life and we forget about ourselves. And yeah, we do. We suffer a lot because of that. And so the greatest gifts we can give ourselves is loving ourselves as much or more as we love everybody else around us and taking Most care of ourselves as much or more as we take care, you know, taking better care of ourselves as much or more as we do others. Most definitely. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> ah, Cindy, where is it that we can find you? 
You can find me at the underlying answers, plural, uh, .com. I have um, a whole website that just talks about what I do and who I am. And that's the best place to reach me. It's called the underlying answers.com. Nice. Thank you so much, Cindy. I really appreciate it. it is, this was hard to swallow, yeah. um, but it was necessary. Sometimes some of the, the most hardest conversation is things that we need to have. So we need to now introspect in ourselves and say, okay, what, what do I really need to do to heal what's yeah. happening with me? Yeah. Um, so it was hard, but it was necessary. Yeah. And I, I, I can feel you right now. And so I, I just want to ask that you, when you, you know, get done here, just give yourself some space to go and feel some of those feelings you're feeling right now. Cause I, I can yeah. feel that you could use that, that that would be yeah. good for you. So you know, work is not as important as your mental and physical health. So allow yourself a little break to feel whatever is coming up for you right now. I, I do need that. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. I do need that. Mercy. Okay. Ah, thank you so much again, Cindy. I really appreciate it. You are and I'm so welcome. Sure. That's our listeners will appreciate this conversation, especially those who have been struggling for years and have no idea what the problem is. Yeah. Um, there are many people that suffer and they just say, oh, it's just an allergy, but it, it's not just an allergy. It's your body giving you a message, asking you, begging you to heal. Ah, okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So thank you again. And thank you for all listeners um, for listening to the Unfiltered by Jade. And we'll be back next week, Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you. Bam, bam, bide. Bam, bam, bide. Bam, bam, bide.